Hello, my name's Kirsty and welcome to the first episode of The Carb Avenger. The reason why I wanted to start this podcast was to share my journey of low carb, how it affects my health, how I'm feeling, what I learn along the way and any tips and tricks that I can give you along the way if you're thinking about starting low carb. The reason why I want to follow the low carb lifestyle is because I got diagnosed with IBS um, quite a few years ago now um, with obviously out much um, exploratory information from the GP although I don't think there is any kind of test you can have for IBS Um, but the advice was to um, just eat softer kind of carbs like oats and things like that but actually didn't really help my IBS symptoms. So I took matters into my own hands and uh, went on to the good old internet um, and I found in a random forum somewhere I think that somebody had said that it was carbohydrates that um, was triggering their IBS. So I decided to take carbohydrates out of my diet which was really hard to begin with to be honest because carbohydrates are just in every single meal and I had to re-educate myself how to to create meals without that's not based around carbohydrates but still tasty and satisfying websites like the diet doctor was brilliant to be honest to kind of help my education um and they've got some great recipe ideas on there as well i'm not affiliated but um i think they're they're really good source of information following the low carb lifestyle just meant that i just didn't have any ibs symptoms whatsoever which was just a bit of a revelation for me because i'd probably been suffering unknowingly um with ibs for, for for most of my life i think i just thought it was normal um and only when uh, i started talking to people a bit more about um kind of what was happening um it turned out it really wasn't normal at all now I'm saying this, it sounds absolutely bizarre that I stopped following low carb completely. Um, I've been dabbling, so I've done a bit of low carb and then I'll treat myself with something, which obviously if you do low carb and eat sugar, then your waistline expands, which mine has. And lo and behold, my IBS symptoms come back when I eat carbs and I just feel really lethargic. I end up what I call with like what I call my food baby, where my stomach just it, it looks like I'm nine months pregnant. And that happens majority of times that I eat carbs and then I just feel really uncomfortable and I get really gassy and sorry this is probably way too much information but I feel like I should be really honest about kind of the effects of carbs on me um, just in case it helps anybody else out there as well that have similar issues to me and they just want to see whether carbohydrates are the trigger of their IBS. So I never know the outcome of uh, carbs um, when I go to the toilet. Um, It'll either be that I'm very, very bunged up and can be for quite some time um, or that it makes me very, very fast, um, which I'm sure you'll understand what I mean by that. One of the reasons why I started eating carbs kind of intermittently again, I guess, is because um, I kind of reached my goal weight. I did lose quite a lot of weight um, when I first did low carb and I just felt like I kind of achieved it, I'd done it, um, so I could kind of go back to eating the way I was. Um, I still did a bit more, like less carb overall, but I kind of convinced myself that it was okay, just a few things every now and then, um, but then they just kind of crept up and then the pandemic happened and my little treat 
um, every week was um, to go to a really good sandwich shop around the corner or I would treat myself to uh, donuts and it all kind of started creeping in and because I was working from home I didn't really see it as an issue like that my IBS had triggered again to be honest which is not the way to look at it Um, but now I see it as not an end goal at all that this is a lifestyle for me and it's something that I need to do to keep myself well and to not bring up to trigger my IBS because I don't know what that is doing to my kind of gut and um, kind of what the long-term effects of those are so this is uh, this is kind of a new beginning for me and I wanted to start this podcast because I thought this is going to keep me accountable and hopefully it's going to help other people interested in low carb as well along the way. I'm going to be following a low carb diet and not a keto diet and to be honest um, I just I'm not one to count calories or count carbs or anything like that it's just too much like hard work for me and I just know that it's something that I just won't be able to keep up but it you know each to their own if that's something that you find really helpful to track then go for it. The main difference between low carb and keto is the amount of carbs that you allow into your diet. I personally cut out all kind of major carbs I suppose so I don't eat bread, I don't eat pasta, um, I don't eat potato but I might have some like cannellini beans or butter beans as a butter bean mash but I won't have this all the time. I also eat all veggies um, because for me all veggies are good. So I'll eat vegetables that um, are grown underground such as parsnips, carrots, as well as ones that are grown grown overground. Is that the right phrase? Uh, so things like tomatoes, beans, um, like runner beans. Whereas in keto, um, the, the, the most people don't eat vegetables that are grown underground because they do tend to be a bit more carby. So people on keto tend to not eat these so much because um, they try and lower their carbs to you know, less than 20 grams a day or sometimes even lower than that. I'm just going to try and focus on kind of whole foods. Um, so just normal veggies, nothing processed. So um, cooking meals from scratch, which me and my other half tend to to do anyway. So that's not really new for us. But we are pretty bad at getting takeaway probably far too often, which is really not very good for you at all. I watched um, Sugar Free Farm, which was on absolutely ages ago. And it was one where Anne Whittacombe was on it. And I think she ended up trying to chase sheep round a field, which was quite funny to watch, to be honest. Um, but she was absolutely adamant on the programme that she was never going to stop eating spread instead of butter and she was absolutely adamant that she was never going to change it so they asked the people in there um probably quite minor celebrities that were in there to um, make some butter so literally they got some um cream from the farm and just shook it in a jar and after a very long time it made butter I have done this and I have to say it gives your arms a very good workout. It takes absolutely ages, um, but it's it's pretty amazing to see. And then they asked Anne to recreate her spread that she used as a replacement for butter. And it was like a chemistry experiment. It She just had loads of chemicals. She had test tubes and had to measure out all of these kind of synthetic chemi- chemicals and um, in order to create the butter. And she literally said after that, I am never putting this stuff in my mouth again. 
And these spreads are seen as a really healthy alternatives, but our body just can't process them. It doesn't know what these chemicals are. So I don't go anywhere near those at all and I haven't for quite a long time now. And I just try and eat the most natural foods that I can. So I usually just eat a bit of piece of meat or fish um, with some veggies on the side and maybe like a sauce made out of double cream or creme fraiche. But I try and eat nothing kind of processed or synthetic. What reminded me of this episode of Sugar Free Farm was I went um, for lunch with my friend um, the other day and we talked about that app called Yucca. It's Y-U-K-A and it basically tells you if there's any kind of nasties in what you eat or um, any kind of cosmetics, so what you're putting on your skin. And um, I downloaded it and, um, and I also sent it to my other friend who I thought would be really interested in, in kind of seeing what she was using. And I'm sure she won't mind me saying this. Um, we were just sending each other going, like, I can't believe like, I'm using this product. It's it, what, it, what it does is it rates it out of 100. So zero is the worst and 100 is the best. And some of my products were like zero out of 100. Um, and it tells you whether it, what, what kind of impact it's going to have on you. So if it's carcinogenic and um, it was quite scary, to be honest, because some stuff that said was 97% natural actually came out as rating bad or poor and there were some nasties in those three percent which really shocked me to be honest because you think you're buying something that is generally a bit better for you than um, some of the other products on offer and we started sharing food items so she she eats uh, Vitalite and she scanned it and she sent me the outcome of it and it was actually eight out of a hundred and it had eight additives in it that um, were deemed harmful. Um, so I decided to scan my butter. It was salted butter. And it came out as 30 out of 100. Um, but with no no kind of nasties, nothing that, um, no additives. But it does take into account the amount of fattened salt in, in items. So that's why it kind of scored so low. Because obviously it's very high in fat and it was salted butter. But it just goes to show that kind of unprocessed natural food is better for us as long as we don't eat a high carb and high fat diet because that's that's those two things together are what make you put on the weight and um, which I'll go into in in kind of further podcasts I have decided to not kind of take my weight or take any measurements or anything like that because as I said in the beginning I really want to see this as a journey I don't want there to be a final end point this is just me focusing on my health forever, really. Um, so I've decided to not focus on kind of those statistics or those measurements. So what I'm going to focus on is how I feel, how much energy I have, how my clothes fit um, and that kind of thing. So um, so that's going to be my kind of measurement, even though it's not very specific. I have bought some ketone test strips though, um, just from online, and that is just to see whether I'm in ketosis. So basically, it's like a pregnancy test kit, but for sugar. So it basically has um, something on the end of this strip, which is very technical, I know, um, that starts off in a kind of neutral tone, um, and then you pee on the um, the kind of bit on the end of the strip, and then you leave it for 15 seconds, and then um, it changes colour um, to see whether you have any ketones in your pee. Um, 
so it's a, the lightest color is negative and then it goes in the ones that I've got it's a really really dark purple shows that you're kind of a large amount in you have a large amount of ketones so you're um heavily in ketosis which means that you're burning fat and you're not burning sugar um so I did one just before I started the podcast and um I'm not surprised that I am currently negative uh, but I thought it'd be really interesting to see how quick it takes me to kind of get into ketosis um, so I'll share that in my um, my kind of next podcast. I also find that planning is really key for me staying on low carb because when I'm hungry and I haven't got anything um, low carb to eat that is when I will go to the shop and I'll have a sandwich or something that's really quick um, and easy so um I've just started Green Chef um, because they do low carb and keto boxes. Um, I have gone through for the keto recipes in Green Chef because the low carb ones still, for me, like are still quite high carb. They have quite a lot of potato and things in. So I have gone for the keto ones in Green Chef. Um, I've also done a, shop, I've done a shopping list and I've been shopping and I've got my ingredients um, to batch cook. Um, and this is mainly for lunches, so I can just take it out of the freezer um, the day before and then it can be ready in, in kind of 10 minutes or so. And that really helps me um, keep on straight and narrow because it just takes the thinking out of it um, and I don't have to really prep anything because sometimes, you know, with the best will in the world with work, you don't get to have a lunch break sometimes, you end up working through it or just kind of sitting eating at your desk, which I know is not very good at all. Um, but it just really helps me um in those times when I don't really get a, a lunch break. Um I've also bought some healthy snacks. Like when when I do low carb I try and not snack between meals. Um and just because it helps your blood sugar um kind of stay quite low and rather than kind of just spiking gently throughout the day um, which I'll go into in, in kind of future podcasts um, so I've just bought um, some nuts um, as my snacks and I have been known to just kind of eat a lump of cheese out the fridge as well if I really need to. I'm also going to make a conscious effort to up my water intake because when when you start with low carb you'll find that you need to pee a lot and I mean constantly and it's because when you eat carbs it makes your your body store water and um, so when you're you're you stop eating carbs that water then needs to like just doesn't get stored it just has to come out and um, so you do need to replace that water and you also need to replace the salts that come out with it so um you will find that a lot of the keto recipes or low carb recipes do have quite a lot of salt in and that's just because you do have to to kind of increase your levels of salt in your diet. I'm also going to increase my knowledge around low carb and sugar and the effects of carbohydrates on the on the body and your lifestyle because I find it keeps me on track and it keeps it at the forefront of my mind and kind of reminds me why I'm doing this and the overall positive effect it's going to have on my health. So I'll let you know how I get on and kind of what I feel like after the first week and or first few days and how long it takes me to get into ketosis and I'll share what I've read up on in the next week or so as well. Thanks for listening. Bye.